0: This is not a fact. A nuclear attack was commenced against the United States. Presenting the very glamorous Singing Star. Do you want to make it out of (laughs) here? Keep busy. Watch your six and mind your rats. Remember, don't drink the water if it's glowing. guide to the apocalypse the podcast devoted to the apocalypse um i am josephine really and i'm zombie Tia. and this week if all has gone according to plan you will be hearing this on a very important day a day we all use to celebrate that special somebody in our life i'm talking about nick valentine
1: Yay!
0: yay All right, so when we were talking about this before, you said that you wanted to hear my initial reaction to see how it matched up to yours, right?
1: Yes, because I'm going to interject for a minute for so everybody knows what you know. I am a fallout baby, meaning <laughs> I just recently got on into the scene. And by recent, I mean in the last month. So I'm basically a newborn entering this apocalypse world. <laughs>
0: Just a little newborn with a gun.
1: <laughs> just just a little n- newborn searching for a cement cap.
0: Mm, delicious. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Sorry, everybody. This is our very first podcast, so if it sounds awkward, that is why we're also newborns when it comes to podcasts, so yay.
1: <laughs> we're not even quite to our baby feet yet. We're just trying to crawl along right now, so we thanks are. for tuning in.
0: Man, I wouldn't even say we're trying to crawl along. I think we're, like, fresh out of the womb. Just basically dripping <laughs> womb juices. Gross. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's get into this. So I always play as a, the female Soul Survivor because that's just how I roll. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a girl. I play girls. Cool. Anyway, and so Nick pops out with his line when you first meet him being like... Hold on, I need the exact quote. And of course, I can't see it. But so he talks about you have to enjoy the irony of the reverse damsel in distress. I don't know if you heard that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, the instant he said that, I fell in love. I may have had to go back to my previous save before I met him so I could actually hear anything he said after that because I was emitting a high pitched noise that was inhuman and just. Same. Awful. Same. <laughs> okay. well, as long as it wasn't just me. And I don't no, know. No, it, it was also
1: me. I could definitely understand the hype con- around Nick Valentine. Just in the first couple
0: of minutes. Oh, man, I know. Like, I had a vague idea of what to expect companion-wise because I did a little bit of research before I played. And then Nick came and he was, like, in his Boston, as- <laughs> his Boston accent that I cannot hope to even try. Just... We won't offend any of
1: you, backies, (laughs) by even attempting it. We won't go there.
0: I'm Nick Valentine with my great accent and my great coat and my great hat and this whole 50s detective noir thing going on. And I was like, oh my gosh, please come up to me on a horse and carry me off. I want to be your princess.
1: He really is much better than I was anticipating because you had talked to me about him before and I had seen a few things about him online, but it, it, I wasn't prepared. I was just not prepared.
0: <laughs> no one's ever prepared for Detective Nick Valentine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess our initial reactions are basically the same then where we just, you know, fell, in, girls. fell in love with an old man robot. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> okay, I want to bring up a couple of things about Nick that I find really endearing and strange. And when you are with him in that first vault and you guys are leaving, he makes a comment about how there are so many stairs. And oh my
1: gosh, right. <laughs>
0: and you just, you pause for a minute and you're like, Nick, you got robot legs. Why are you complaining about <laughs> these, ro- <laughs> <all> these stairs? <laughs> You
1: have robots, right? Like, if anyone should be complaining about the number of stairs in that ball, it's the sole survivor, not the robot man.
0: I can't imagine being cryogenically frozen is good for your joints. So, no, like, definitely. So, just imagine just all those stairs, and he's complaining with his (laughs) damn robot knees, right?
1: Just, just oil your knees up. You'll be fine, Nick. It's fine.
0: So the other thing about Nick, is he smokes. Yeah, like <laughs> what
1: the hell is up with that? Like I get it because that's obviously something that the original original Nick did. But yeah. it's just so funny seeing an obvious sin lighting up a cigarette.
0: It's like, what are you getting out of this? Is this just habit? Right. Like, it's imagine... definitely
1: not the need for nicotine.
0: No. So it's very interesting to me that he will smoke. He's just hanging around smoking, and it's like, Nick, what is that about? Like, explain yourself. Right? (laughs) But he never will, so... Uh, No. I feel like we probably should have done an explanation of Nick before we went into all of this, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. For those of take you, two. take two, <laughs> podcast is going great. So for those of you who may be new to Fallout or don't know Fallout, uh, Nicholas Valentine, Nicholas, Nick Valentine.
1: <laughs> God, am I, I, I going to say, I, all of my research, I didn't see Nick, Nicholas once. So, think but, that, I think that know. was a
0: habit I learned because... You know me, when I'm playing with characters, I talk out loud to them, and I say things to them, and so, you know, if you have to talk to someone sternly, you've got to use a longer name, so...
1: Yeah, it's just like with children, you use their full name. Yeah,
0: so, you know, when he's on his shit, it's just like, Nicholas Valentine, even though that's (laughs) not your name. I love that. I love that. We are getting off track again. Anyway, for those of you new to Fallout, or not into the Fallout fandom, which... Why are you here? It's great having you here. Don't get me wrong, but all right. Anyway, Nick Valentine is a synth made by the Institute. He is a prototype prototype between Gen 2 and 3. He was given the personality and memories of a pre-war detective. He's got limited memory space and so he doesn't always remember things, but he's all-around cool guy. Good, Good guy Nick. Doing good guy things.
1: Yes, good guy Nick.
0: <laughs> he's got like a Great set of morals. Like, he wants you to do what's right. He wants you to not be a dickhole.
1: That's what really drew me to him. Because when I play video games, I know a lot of people like playing the villain. But me, especially if it's my first playthrough of something, I try to, like, stick to what I would think I would do in that situation. And usually I'm about helping people. So... I was really drawn to Nick because that's his whole thing is he wants to help people. He doesn't care who or what they are. As long as they're doing good guy things, he's fine doing good guy things to try and help them.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I could gush about Nick all day long, but.
1: Oh, and we will.
0: And we will stay tuned everyone for the longest podcast you've ever listened to. you in your, in your entire life. Also with a lot of stumbling over words and yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're doing great.
1: <laughs> we are. We're fantastic human beings. We really are. We're going to keep telling ourselves that.
0: Yeah, that's what I tell myself every day. I get up and I look in the mirror and I'm like, "Are you going to go be a person that Nick Valentine would be proud of?"
1: What would Nick Valentine do?
0: <sighs> if Nick wouldn't do it, you don't do it. Unless it's smoking. <laughs> don't do that. Don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna get off my soapbox okay. now. <laughs> I, this will be a
1: mini tangent back to the smoking thing. Okay, like, okay, his skin is—he's since he's between um, generation two and generation three, since he has—he's not made out of human anything. He doesn't have the organs, the skin, anything. So he's basically rubber gears and oil. So. I always worry about him catching himself on fire when he smokes because the skin, the quote-unquote skin on his face and neck is all sun-rotted. So he's exposed. If if something gets leaky, he's exposed, and he's just going to go up in a ball of flames.
0: I wonder if the Institute, like, kind of thought of that, though. Not in, like, so much smoking, but, like, in the use of uh, grenades and flamethrowers. And they were like, ah, we got to make this... A little more indestructible. Let's come up with a chemical that's not going to catch. I don't know.
1: I would hope, so, just because, like I said, he is a little worse for wear, yeah. especially. And then there's those odd exchange he has with Edema, where they're kind of joking about how they're how worn out their parts are and what has needed to be replaced and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, Nick's an old man. He deserves rest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I hadn't even thought of that. I don't know. I guess it's interesting. I'm going to have to think about that some more than just, like, figure that out. Because now I'm really curious as to whether or not he is flammable or more flammable than a human being would be. Yeah. Oh, Nick. But
1: (laughs) one thing I have been pondering hard on for the last week, you asked me last week if I thought Nick was going to. If, let me rephrase that. You asked me if Nick, like appearance, was based on the original Nick. Yeah. And I told you at the time that I wasn't sure. And I kind of just reminded me of Sunny from iRobot, just a general person, like shape. Yeah. But the more I thought about it, and the more research I did, the more confused I got. Honestly. Really. <laughs> because. Yes, because when he confronts Eddie Winter, Eddie recognizes him. Like, oh, he says something, yeah, he says something like, you kind of look familiar. And I was like, oh, nah, yeah. but then I was like, okay, maybe that's just because of the getup, the trench coat, you know, yeah. the hat, like, maybe it was because of that. Because if you look at Dima and Nick together, their faces look the same. And I don't know if the Institute would have just copied one man's face to to use for both robots. I kind of get the feeling it was more of a general thing, especially with how different those two experiments are.
0: Well then, it's safe to assume then that the original Nick Valentine had luscious locks, am I correct?
1: I think so. I okay. think so. <laughs>
0: Sorry if that one threw you there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Oh, man, that is interesting. So, yeah, I think you're probably right in that they probably just use the same face for both Nick and Dima.
1: Because the only real difference in their faces is, well, obviously Dima's has been more preserved and better taken care of. But their eyes are different. But that could be something simple like switching out light bulbs. But also, another reason I don't think that it is based off the original Nick is because if you go into the backstory of how they got the original Nick's personality, like, he didn't just give it to them thinking that was the test, like, Mm. like, robot Nick, I originally. He finds out that, you know, after everything with Jenny and everything, the whole project of trying to get Eddie Winter went through. Because of him, you know, basically being an informant, not basically, he was an informant and getting off like he had to go get tested for PTSD and to get through therapy and stuff. So that's what he went to CIT for. He didn't go to give them his personality. They just kind of took it, which makes sense because, you know, it later turns into the Institute And you know how I feel about that, but we will get into that in another episode. That is
0: not an episode for today.
1: No, it would be too long of a rant, so that is all I am saying about that. There would be
0: a lot of swear words in that rant. So,
1: (laughs) yeah. So, be prepared for any future Institute episode. It will be explicit. Explicit.
0: Yeah, I did mark this podcast as explicit, so if you have little baby ears and you don't like swearing, I am sorry we'll do our best but it's hard when talking about the motherfucking institute
1: so- or another group but i'm not gonna rant about them at okay, all yeah, yet you'll just, just have to stay yes. it spoiler <laughs> just kidding so i'm not gonna spoil our future episode because it's gonna be just a big old wrong long rant from zombie t about a certain faction in the series <laughs>
0: I love it. I the more I learn about that faction, yeah. It's going to be good. Anyway, we're getting derailed. Um Yes. So I spoke to you before about Nick. And did you ever watch the game, Soma?
1: I did not. I got I got too deep into the whole Eddie Winter thing.
0: Well, that's fine. To uh, get I got too deep. <laughs> so so deep. <laughs> to give a brief synopsis so uh, the game Soma, I don't know, I don't remember who makes it, this is, you know, and they're not giving me money to talk about it, unless, you know, they want to. Email me. If you want an
1: app spot, <laughs> keep us in mind.
0: Anyway, the Just game...
1: Leave. I'm not going to be that person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. The game Soma is another post-apocalyptic game, um, dealing with basically the same thing that Nick went through, where someone's memories and personality were moved into a robot body without their knowing. Spoiler alert for the game. Sorry, guys. I mean, because it doesn't explicitly say it, but you know something weird is up. But that game raises, like, some interesting questions on what makes a person who they are. Like, if you were to put your brain with all of your memories, all your feelings, all your past experiences, like, everything that makes up you as a person into another body, are you still still you or are you not like
1: you know what that is that is so fascinating to me because you have people arguing on both sides of that coin yeah but we have to keep in mind in real life they have attempted to do a complete head transplant of somebody and if that was successful they were going to try doing brain transplants to to not heal somebody previous but to try and store their memories they're just we're not there yet mm-hmm. but if I feel like, yes, you would still be a person. But Nick's case, obviously he's not human, but he's still a being. He's He's, still his own being. He's not a human being, but he is a being.
0: He's, in my eyes, he is Nick Valentine, which I know a lot of his strife comes from, you know, him being like, I'm not Nick. But it's like, okay, but you kind of are. Yeah. So... And not to say that, like, not to brush away his feelings on the matter. But I think he's he's too caught up in the whole thing a little bit. And I think he puts too much thought into what makes him him. And the thing is, like, Nick is such a good person and he does so many good things for the wasteland. Like,
1: yes, he does. He really does.
0: I don't think he needs to feel that turmoil. I don't know. Maybe I just, uh, I just want Nick to be happy. (laughs) <laughs> I
1: Okay. So I sent you a video on YouTube. It is a profile of Nick Valentine and the YouTuber's name is Oxhorn. And I think he put it best. He was saying he was comparing it to like, who we are now is not the same person we were 10 years ago. And who we are now is not the same person we're going to be 10 years from now. But we're still like th- those people still exist, even though they, well, they existed, but they don't exist now but it doesn't make them any less of a person. Like I'm definitely not the same person I was 10 years ago, but that person, but I'm still zombie Tia. And that zombie Tia is just not here anymore. And I'm not the zombie Tia that's gonna be here 10 years from now. We're all completely different, but that doesn't mean that we're not the real person. We're not the real zombie Tia. (laughs) Yeah. He explained it a lot better than me.
0: Yeah I, don't, yeah, I think you did a good
1: but job. I, <laughs> is, I highly recommend that video. If you are interested in Nick Valentine, definitely go check out Oxhorn. He does some amazing videos on all things Fallout related. Oh, yeah. I recommend them, definitely.
0: He is amazing. And Oxhorn, you're not giving me money, but, you know, if you want... No, just kidding. Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> So, another thing I find really interesting about him, another one of his quirks, is he seems to have extensive knowledge of books. Yes. Like, and I find that so interesting. Like, he quotes Shakespeare. Um, I forget who else. Edgar
1: Allan Poe.
0: Yeah, he just he quotes so many different things, and like I was looking at the different quotes, and there was even more than I have written down, which is just two. And, yeah, I just think that that's interesting. That means that, like, human Nick must have been a pretty avid reader. Like, yeah, I don't know why I find that so fascinating. Like, it really is a mundane thing. But then there's me who's just like 50s detective reading books. Tell me more.
1: (laughs) Right. He solves crime in the day and then reads Edgar Allan Poe at night.
0: Oh, it's so good. But I just, oof moment he used the line when the Brotherhood flew in on their ship, the, deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, I remember just, like, breaking out in full goosebumps and being like, oh my gosh.
1: I'm glad I, that it, it was me too, I'm glad I wasn't the only one, cause, full goosebumps. I, that. I'm a huge Edgar Halton Pope fan, for one.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: yeah, I was <laughs> I get caught up when I'm watching movies or playing games or reading books. plus goosebumps. Yeah. Completely.
0: Man, and I just remember it was just like this odd feeling of fear a little bit watching The Brotherhood Fly In because at this yeah. point, you know, I'm I'm in way deep with Valentine and I can only, you know, guess at what the Brotherhood has felt towards his kind. So Yeah. I just, I don't want people being mean to my nick, okay? Gosh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have strong feelings about fictional characters.
0: I do, too. As a shirt that I really need to get says, leave me alone to cry over my fictional characters. So.
1: Yes. Yeah. I-, I need that also.
0: Yeah, it's it's a very accurate shirt for me. That and how I don't know how to use a computer, because I don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, like, He's got an interesting sense of humor, I think. Like he doesn't. Oh yes. Yeah. He doesn't yes, really he does. like it when you're sarcastic with him, and you're talking to him. But he says like some inexplicably funny things. I guess it's not inexplicable. Maybe I'm using that word wrong. I don't know. But like at one point, you're over by the library or in the library. I don't remember which. And there's the uh, lion statues. In the yeah. library. Yeah, it's in the library. Anyway, and he says, "Stay, good kitty." And it's just like, <laughs> Nick, that's such an old man joke. I freaking love you. <laughs> right? His
1: his sense of humor, I adore it. Like, there's some point where he is talking about how he's managed to convince people to think he's a really sick ghoul. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just think that is... The most clever thing ever. That's
0: the thing, I could just... Oh,
1: and we have oh. to talk about the infamous story about him saving the mayor's daughter.
0: Yes, oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> it's, oh. If I wasn't already in love with Nick, I was so much more in love with him after that, like.
1: <laughs> that, oh, I was laughing so hard, uncontrollably hard. I couldn't
0: believe it. So the story is, is uh, he stumbled upon some people who had the mayor's daughter as captive. And he convinced them that he was rigged to explode. And he started going, beep, beep, beep. And they freaking fell for it. And it's like, of course they did, Nick. Of course. You're so right amazing on so many levels. <sighs> Man. I just
1: wish that would work on the Raiders <laughs> oh, <laughs> later on. That would, it'd be a cakewalk, just oh, walk anywhere, just start yeah. going beep, beep, and they'd just run. It's great.
0: I mean, most raiders aren't all that bright, so, you know, no. if there was an option for that in the game, I you know, it would have worked really well, I think. So
1: Quite possibly, yes.
0: Also, there's a very funny quote from him. Um, I don't know if you can find it in, like, every playground or if it's one specific playground, but if you walk by the seesaw, he'll go, there really is no way to ride a seesaw with dignity. Just oh, like, every time i picture him riding a seesaw and it's like hmm. <laughs> you're such a freaking old man um, i just i want to see it now i want him on one side and mccready on the other and i want them seesawing
1: oh my goodness that <laughs> would be perfection anyone with art skills please make this something in our lives tag yes. us in it it would be We would love to see it.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like, whew. I would so love to see that. It would be... My life would be complete. My crops would be watered. My skin would be clear. All of that. (laughs) We're talking about nothing but uphill for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The pinnacle of life would start happening.
0: Yeah. So... I don't know. I have to say that, hands down, Valentine is one of my absolute favorite characters from any game. He's one of my favorite companions in the games. And uh, I kind of wish there was more of him as a thing. Like, And that's saying something, because he is integral to the plot. <laughs> yeah, integral. Yes. Yeah. And then he has like his whole little thing off to the side with Far Harbor and everything. There is a lot of Nick. Like, they put so much time and thought into Nick and giving him things. Like, and,
1: and when you research Nick Valentine, one of the things that comes up re- repeatedly is that he has something to say in almost every single situation. And that, that's not something you can say about most companions. No. They have some key plot points, mostly. Mm-hmm. But they don't have something to say about every single major thing that happens in the Commonwealth.
0: I know. I mean, not to diverge off subject, but Hancock doesn't even make a comment on when you kill his brother, so it's just, yeah. Like, and so I wish there was like more detail to the other companions like that. But at the same time, yeah. I would die for Nick, and I love that they put so much into him. Like, ah, he's such a good character.
1: Keep... He is simply amazing. <laughs> we're just get we're just gonna keep gushing.
0: Yeah, forever and ever. That's his whole podcast. It's just us gushing about Nick forever. Next week I hope you're ready to hear us also gushing about Nick. No, not really, guys. We'll have a different subject, don't worry. So,
1: but don't worry. It won't always be us fangirling over Nick Valentine. Just, you know, 75% yeah. of the time.
0: Yeah. Just you know, a little bit. I think he just like hits this real good spot with his 50s noir detective and that whole thing, and just his literacy. <laughs> I don't feel like <laughs> there's a lot of literate people in the wasteland. Don't, don't at me no. here, but I just, I feel like they're not too worried about reading as much as they are about getting their crops to grow, which. Exactly.
1: You know, not being attacked by a rad roaches.
0: Yeah. It's like, Hey, Ma, I don't know what this word is. Oh, you're busy fighting a guai. Never mind.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And especially since in the Great War, most of the books got destroyed, for one.
0: Oh, that breaks my heart.
1: Yeah, I think about it, and I die a little inside.
0: I, uh, you know me. I think I've spoken to you about this before, where, like, when I'm watching a movie or playing a game, and I just think of... Literally everyone who dies, and the buildings that blow up, and, like, all the things that are getting destroyed, and it's just, like, oh, ouch.
1: Right? (laughs) As much as we love the apocalypse, we're little sissies when we think about that portion of it.
0: Well, it makes me sad. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, I love the theory of the apocalypse. This is not the genre for you, dear. No. (laughs) A lot of death,
1: a lot of destruction.
0: Oof, ouch. Yeah. The thing is, I would be so useless in an apocalypse situation, it's not even funny. Like I
1: uh, feel like we need to do an episode based on how we actually think we would fare in an apocalypse.
0: Oh, well, I, I already know. It,
1: it would Maybe be... a bonus episode one day, yeah. because...
0: Okay, expect in the future, guys. Bonus <laughs> episode. Alert, it'll be short. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be extremely short. Mine will be, like, five seconds long, where I'm like, a day it. So... <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. But, yeah. Yeah, so, final thoughts on Nick?
1: I think everyone can tell what our final thoughts on Nick are. We have been literally gushing about him this entire time. I mean, I, I think Nick is simply amazing. Like I said before, he doesn't care who you are. He doesn't care what you are. He will If you need help, he will help you. As long as you're not just trying to destroy other people's lives, he will put any feelings he has aside to help you. So.
0: Man, that so. is, yeah, yeah. Basically my same thoughts. And I also think that he raises a lot of good questions on, um, you know, the mind and people and, you know, the whole thing of what makes you you. And it's, I just think it's so interesting how he adapted to the wasteland even. And yeah, know, he was a handyman for a while in Diamond City and he won over the respective people who hate synths. And yeah. that, I think that says so and he was much so about him.
1: Understanding about it. Yeah. that's that's what gets me. He was so understanding. He understood and he 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 did like you said, he took the time to get everybody on his side. He didn't expect it out of the gate. He could have, you know, just wandered back into the waste or he could have You know, started destroying everyone. He's a damn sin. Yeah. But no, he took the time to win everyone over.
0: I think that's just, like... It's so good! (laughs) And, like, especially when you look at him and Dima, and you look at what Dima has done compared to what Nick has done. Yeah. Don't get me... I have a weird mixed thing with Dima. I'm never quite sure how I feel about him from one point to the next.
1: Yeah. I,
0: I think he's good in a way, but I also think that he's a bit clouded on his stuff. Yeah.
1: He is a bit too extreme in his beliefs. Whereas Nick can try to see both sides of the coin. Mm -hmm. He is stuck in his ways. And seeing as synths are widely hated, like, I don't want to blame him for just wanting to protect the synths and do what's right by them. But he doesn't care who he destroys on the way to that. And that's my problem with him. It's where Nick, like I said, Nick will, if if you're a synth and you need help, he'll help you. If you're human, he'll help you. Hell, even if a super mutant needed his help and was being decent, I'm pretty sure he would help a super mutant. And he's not not fond of them.
0: I mean, he is polite to all of your companions, which includes a super mutant. So he's polite to Dance. And Dance is just like... I'm from the Brotherhood. Der der der. Yeah, that's my impression of the Brotherhood. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) we weren't going into that subject. Remember, it's too ranty. Sorry,
0: sorry. Anyway, so I just think it's interesting. Like he can be so nice to people who just straight up hate him and would like to see him killed. And yes, I I like. I so interesting. I I respect that. I. Highly respected because I think that if I were in his situation, I don't think I could be as patient as he is.
1: No, I would be blowing off sarcastic comments every time someone called me a rusty bag full or.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I would definitely not be polite and he's polite until you kind of egg it on and then he'll get after you. But even then it's short and to the point.
0: Yeah. It's, never a long thing with him. No. I think that's interesting. I do remember I was sarcastic with him one time. I had to go back and change it, but he called me a wise (laughs) ass. And I was just like... Reload my save, please. (laughs) If you're done being a wise ass, and it's like, Nick, you cut me to the core.
1: (laughs) We both know he would be your synth husband if you could ro- oh my romance him.
0: gosh, I would marry him in an instant. I would invite the whole of the Wasteland. It would be an event unlike any they had ever <laughs> seen. I would carry the him... The greatest
1: event in all the Commonwealth.
0: <laughs> I would carry him bridal style away to our new home. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Which, I don't know how that would work out, because Nick's probably, like, over six feet. I never, I've never, i never looked at what his actual height is, so...
1: I wish I would have... I, I feel like I looked into Nick Valentine as much as I could, and I didn't write that down, and I'm disappointed in myself at Oh,
0: man. Like, now I need to know how tall Nick is, so I can, like, gauge whether or not I could carry him. Because for those of you who have never seen me, I'm only five foot tall, so...
1: Yeah. So it would be... It would be such a <laughs> spectacular. It, it would be a, a definite speed. Your CrossFit will definitely go to you with so Nick as yeah, your this is robot husband. This is
0: what I'm training for, to carry my robot husband away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think there are worse reasons to be into lifting, so. <laughs> All
1: right. Now I understand uh, the Salt Priestess yes. cosplay you have.
0: Yeah. uh uh, anyway we get sidetracked so easily i apologize (laughs) um i
1: i'm sure we will get better the more episodes we get into this
0: oh that early! but for now
1: we're gonna have to apologize for all of the giggling and gushing and definite ranting oh
0: man you haven't even begun to hear ranting so you know, buckle oh, no. up, kids. So <laughs> just buckle up. Wait. You already know who we're talking
1: about. It's just maybe we'll put a spoil. Well, not a spoiler. We'll put a a warning. That doesn't seem like the right word. But at the beginning of the episode, we'll just be like caution. There's a lot of ranting in this one.
0: A lot of swears. You know how it goes. <laughs> a lot of real
1: fills of fictional jerks. <laughs>
0: You know, if they would just be nice to my husband, then we wouldn't have a problem. So, you know, that's on them. Exactly. I also, going way, way back, talking about Nick and his incredible amount of patience, there was uh, one point in the game, and I never again found it, and granted I never looked too hard, where he approaches a NPC and is talking to them about how he could help them and stuff, and they say something to the effect of, no, you damn synth, or something like that. Something close to that. But basically just, like, you know, tells him to fuck off in less, uh-huh. in less aggressive words. And he was yeah. just like, okay, well, if it's you It's ever... not
1: Boxcar from Out New Vegas. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I just... The fact that he was still willing to help a person after they were just like, yeah, no, not you, not your kind. Yeah. And it's just like... He deserves so much better. (laughs) He really does. So, anyway, we should probably start wrapping this up. This has gotten kind of long. Well, anyway,
1: if you like this ranting, then you should like and rate our our video. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Anyway, you should like or rate or subscribe. Or you can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Awkward Introvert Pod. We'd really appreciate it.
0: We would. And if you'd like to see more of my cosplay, you can follow me at Josephine Reilly on Instagram. So just you know, plugging myself there. <laughs> so <laughs> because like those pictures, as if anyone doesn't know, are me, the ones that are in the wasteland stuff, but I do cosplay other people. I'm not just about the apocalypse. I'm a mini sided mirror. I don't think that's the proper term. I don't know what that is.
1: Maybe you're a disco ball is fine.
0: I'm a disco ball. It's always a party, but usually not after 10 p.m. So, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, that does it for our episode today, talking on Nick Valentine. And we will see you guys again later. Bye. Bye!